Hello, friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 392 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I am updating you on Instagram's identity crisis. It's trying to be TikTok. People are all up in arms. It's just chaos over there. I'm going to give you a little update about that along with the business lessons I think that we can learn from it and my two pennies on what you can do about it. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestro by. Three, two, one. Hello, 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 my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. So I actually had a different episode lined up and planned out for today. I was going to talk about recovery and and kind of throw some suggestions and recommendations and things out there, but there's all wildness going on on Instagram, so I was like, "Er, let's pivot and let's talk about this. Instead, let's talk about Instagram's identity crisis. Instead, give you an update if you don't know what's going on. Share my two pennies on what I recommend doing about it. Uh, And then I'm going to follow this up with a special episode next Monday. So I know I had paused the longer episodes, the guest episodes, but in light of all of this stuff on Instagram, and I just have a lot of people reaching out to me about it, and because it's what I do for a living. Uh, I am going to bring on my girl, Rachel Strickland. She is an artist. She's a performer. She's a phenomenal fucking human. And we're going to talk about what it means to create for the sake of creating. We're going to talk about what what it feels like, what it looks like to create because it just needs to exist. And to create, you know, without wondering and without worrying if it's going to land. Right? And I don't want to be offensive to any artists out there, but I feel like artists more than anyone, are able to tap into that or lean into that concept or that feeling that like this thing, I'm going to create it and maybe the world isn't going to love it, but it needs to be out there and I want to say this and I have this thing to say. And with all the changes and stuff going on on Instagram, that is a bit of the approach that you're going to have to take. And it's always been the approach that you should take. That's how you build a brand that, you know, is behind your values and it's it's in alignment with your values. But I want to get some strategies and just hear from someone who literally coaches people on how to do this in a different perspective, a different realm for a living. So that'll be Monday's episode. Uh, But today we're talking about Instagram's identity crisis. So for those of you that don't know, haven't realized, Instagram has changed. This is not like a new thing. It's been pushing reels and promoting reels like since COVID. This is not, literally this is not a new thing. But the Kardashians recently shared, I think it was Kim and maybe, I, I honestly, I don't even fucking know. One of the Kardashians, or two of them, shared a post that had been going around that basically says something along the lines of, make Instagram be Instagram again. And the funny part about it is this post that has gone viral is a static post. Instagram is pushing video 
for sure. Instagram is also, you know, having the sponsored, po- not sponsored, they are having sponsored posts, but they're also having the suggested posts coming into your feed. And it's just a lot of change. It's different than how it used to be. But the same, you know, at the same time, Instagram itself is different than it used to be in a good way, right? We had stories get added. We got rid of, we had IGTV and then it went away. So it's been changing and growing and evolving. The biggest issue right now is that it's like no longer, seemingly the algorithm is no longer promoting or pushing static posts or pictures. It's basically trying its hardest to be, feel, look like TikTok. And realistically, people want to be on TikTok, they'd be on TikTok. And the user base in general, many you know people in the user base, they're unhappy about this, right? They, from the consumer perspective, and I totally get this, as a consumer, someone that, that uses Instagram just for fun, right? The average consumer uses Instagram as like kind of a, a diary, right? It's like a scrapbook of all the things they've done. They want to see the people that they follow. They want to see their family, their friends, maybe not their family, but they want to see their friends' posts. They're not necessarily looking for all this other bullshit. They don't want necessarily suggested posts. Flip side, from the creator or the business owner, you're trying to get your stuff in front of your audience and static post pictures, they're just not being shown to people. And so we have both parties being frustrated. And I, I really honestly, I get it more from the consumer perspective. Yes, I understand it from the creator perspective, but at the same time, homies, like this is a free platform. We get to run a business and market on this thing for free. So they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. And while it may be annoying, you know, it is what it is. From the consumer aspect, I get it. People are like, I just want to like watch this thing. I just want to see this thing. And now I can't see it. So that's where we're at with things. So what do I suggest? Well, I actually posted about this. Well, by the time you listen to this, I posted about it yesterday. But... I got three main suggestions and and maybe I'll do three and a half because obviously you can go and complain and look to like write to somebody that actually has a say. Like to me, posting about this shit and bitching about it to your audience as a creator is whack. You're wasting everyone's time. Come with solutions. If you're going to complain as the average consumer, I get it. I'm actually, I really don't care what the average consumer is doing. But as a business owner, someone that's using Instagram for business, bitching about it to me, not not bitching directly to me, obviously bitching to me, I don't want that, but bitching at it in general is whack. And I'm seeing a lot of people doing it that have massive fucking followings. And that is like extra whack to me because I'm like, homies, you've already won the game. You got a million followers. Like, I'm sorry that you're only getting 10,000 likes on your post right now and you used to get 50,000. Like, sorry. You've already won the game, though. Uh, so to me, bitching about it is not a solution. Come with solutions. Come with, okay, what, what should I do? And if you are that type of, you are a fighter and you're like, you know what, I want things to stay the same or I want Instagram to be Instagram again or I want, basically, what exactly do you want? You want Instagram to post, uh, to promote static posts the same way that they post, the same way that they promote video? Cool. That's a specific suggestion. That's a specific solution. And then look to bring that to somebody who can actually do something. So one of the things I actually really did like was I saw, um, you know, Adam Mosseri, he is the CEO. He does posts with updates. And I don't think that motherfucker listens. To be completely honest, they're going to, Instagram's going to do what it wants to do. They, he hops on there and he kind of does these like bullshit, like got to show my face and pretend that I care uh, videos. And in the last one, he was just like, we know that the changes suck. And honestly, this was to me, it was a response to the fact that 
some of their biggest users, aka the Kardashians, were like, we're unhappy. So he's like, let me just like kind of save face and say something. Because in the comments section, uh, like one of the really big creator was very kind and just explained like, hey, video actually isn't what we want. You were saying that because Adam Osseri had said, we're looking at the data and more people are consuming content via video, irrespective of like anything. And the creator was like, respectfully, this is because we are all now creating video because you forced us to. You do not, the algorithm doesn't promote, doesn't show our static posts and pictures to anyone. And so if we want to keep going, we've had to change. And I get that. And I respect that. And, he, and this person came with solutions and was like, you want to add this and have this? That's awesome. But what about the other stuff? Like promote and push all things equally. Fucking love it. There's a solu clear solution. So if that's your shtick, you're the type of person that you want to go and, and speak up and speak to someone who has a say, I love it. Do it. Don't just bitch about it and come with some solutions. My suggestions for next steps and what we can do, what, what I'm doing moving forward. Number one, I am going to keep posting in the way that feels good for me, irrespective of the reach. I get it. That can be frustrating. And you may decide like, fuck it, this pl platform isn't for me. I get it. But you have to show up in a way that will allow you to keep showing up. Yes, I get the flip side is that like posting in the way that you want will make you feel good. But getting external validation and getting likes and getting comments makes you sometimes feel better. And if you're not getting any of that, you're likely going to stop. So there's kind of the both end of post the way you want. And then let's see if we can lean into, this time to my second point, lean into new ways of creating you know, excuse me, leading to new ways of creating content, leading to new ways of sharing your ideas, which are probably going to be video if you're looking to play the game. And now in terms of leaning into that, for me, that's getting a little bit more creative. And I've been making videos forever. So this change isn't that big of a deal to me. I've always liked making videos. I actually think that videos are easier. To that end, I, I kind of got a little bit bored. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to play around with the DSLR. And I've had this discussion with Meredith Root, uh, whose account went viral, actually, uh, Tactic, Tactic Nutrition, or Tactic Performance, which one is it? Either way, they, you know, I've had them on the podcast a million times. Um, and it's a high, much higher barrier to entry. Like, you know, you have to have like $3,000 worth of camera equipment and all this time to edit and things like that. Like, that's, that's kind of shitty. But at the same time, that's what we're seeing over on TikTok as well, where people are really, I, I would think that I would say that TikTok is actually probably the, the gold standard in terms of video. That and YouTube, but in terms of short videos, it would be TikTok. And no, it's not just like you use your iPhone 3 and you make this shitty video and it does well. Like the bar is getting raised and is it fair? I don't know. Is life fair? No. So is it you know easier if you had started 10 years ago? For sure. But this is where we are at right now. So I'm leaning into ways of doing it that are fun, more fun for me. And for me, that is doing a bit more editing. That is using the DSLR for just something different. So take that for what it is. But again, the, the name of the game is longevity. And then the third point that I, or third, third suggestion or third thing that I'm doing is focusing on other ways that I can connect with my people on other platforms that are, that I can control, that are in my control. So that's going to be namely this podcast. Thank you for listening. You folks are the real MVPs. And that's going to be my email. No one can, let's say, dictate how I make my podcast. Like the podcast especially is like Wild West. Like nobody knows. It's all new. So you can show up on a podcast however you want. You can make the podcast, run the podcast however you want, right? Ramit's out there doing stories with a lot of editing, 
We got Jill doing, you know, super short episodes. I'm doing the super, super short episodes. I'm not super short, but they're shorter episodes. Now you have, you know, Joe Rogan has, I don't know, like fucking 17 hours long in those podcast episodes. You get to choose how you show up there and you're not, you're not subject to someone else. And it's not like, oh, well, you have to show up in this way doing this thing in order for us to put you in front of new people. The same thing goes for your email list. You could write long emails, you could write short emails, you can have GIF, GIFs, whatever you want to call them in there or not. It's up to you. Again, you got to create in a way that feels good for you and is sustainable for you and then attract an audience that resonates with that. So I personally am leaning into those other platforms. And that's why, you know, I'm also doing two episodes a week, which I'm absolutely loving, doing a little bit more with my email list. I actually did this kind of two-part email where I asked a question in first email and then it took me a week actually to read through all the responses. If you read that email and you responded, y'all are awesome, right? I asked uh, in that email, are you worried about an impending recession and or continued inflation? And I just want to hear from people. And then I sent a second email out a week later that just gave the summary of what people had said and then, uh, you know, gave my two pennies on what to be, what to be doing. And I'm having a lot of fun with that and staying connected with people that way. And my hand is not forced in that area. So three things that I would do or that I am doing is post in the way that feels good for you and don't worry about the outcome. Don't worry about the numbers. They'd really divorce yourself from it. And you can play the volume game where some of them are the way that you want to post and then some of them maybe are the reels that you're like, oh, okay, I, I got to do this, play the game. Your choice there. Number two, lean into new ways of creating the content. So if it is video, figure out a way that's fun for you to do it. For me, that's leaning into a little bit more technology, but it's going to be up to you. And then number three is focusing on other platforms where you have full control of the way that you show up and no one else can dictate that. A little side note, or I guess maybe a, a uh, segue from that is even if you're like, well, fuck Instagram, I want to go to TikTok. TikTok is still something you don't own. And I fully support it. If you want to go to TikTok, awesome. Because there is a bit, it, organic growth is easier over there, which is why people are going over there. But I think the flip side of that is that when everyone's famous, nobody's famous, right? When everyone's important, no one's important. So you're seeing like everybody has a million followers, which kind of, I think, degrades that. But Either way, if you're like, it's easier to grow over there, it's easier to get in front of more people, then go ahead and do that. But just remember, if, Insta if TikTok decides it wants to change things, it can do that and you, are, you will still be subject to its desires, its whims. If, if TikTok is like, okay, we're going to static posts now because Instagram's dead and you have built an entire brand on video and you love it, you are subject to that change, right? These platforms, we don't own them. So make sure you are getting people over to places that you have more ownership of so that you can show up and continue to show up in a way that feels good for you. All right, got a few more minutes and then we're gonna wrap this up. The last part that I wanna talk about is the lessons that can be learned from Instagram's identity crisis and, and what they're doing, the decisions that they're making. So I got, I don't know, what did I write down here? One, two, three, four points that we're gonna talk about briefly. Number one, change for the sake of change is whack. Like it doesn't, you shouldn't just be like, I'm changing because we got to change. Like that's pretty whack. There should be a reason behind this. And we know with this big company, what the reason is, right? Instagram is changing because they're trying to maintain their sharehold. They're trying to keep growing. They're trying to make more money, continue to make more, more money. They're trying to not lose people. Understand that like that's part of the game that they are playing. Number two, 
when you are trying so hard to be like somebody else, it becomes super apparent who is worse at that thing. This is actually a discussion I had with Sharon Sesso in the DMs. Love her. Uh, and, you know, this is when TikTok was, I don't know, TikTok's been, excuse me, Instagram's been doing this shit for a while. Uh, but we had a discussion about it. And it's so true. When you see somebody just trying so hard to be like somebody else, whether it's like they want to play a sport like them and just look like them or dress like them, it just becomes very obvious who's better at it. As in a little aside there, I know I'm speaking really fast today because I'm excited about this shit. Uh, but as an aside, I was speaking to Sharon in the DMs. Right? These are features and things that Instagram added that we use and that we love. So we can't just be like, make Instagram Instagram again. This is why I said come with specific problems and specific solutions to those problems. Because some of the change has been very good. Uh, uh, number three, you cannot continue to do the same things forever and grow forever. You will have to change what you're doing if you are, if your desire is to grow. And we're seeing that on a bigger scale with Instagram. They are trying to cater to a younger audience, a different audience, and they are changing, changing what they are doing. The last point that ties into that is you will lose some people when you change. You need to ask yourself if you are okay with this. And, you know, the first person I think of right now is, is Dr. Sean Pastuch. You know, he talks about bridging the gap and changing the models of gyms. And when you do that, you change price points, you will lose certain customers. And sometimes you're going to lose your OGs. You have to ask yourself, is that okay? If it's not okay, then you don't change and you don't do those things. If it is okay and you're okay with that, then you do those things. I would love to see Instagram stick to its values and do it what it does and be Instagram, right? It's not that I hate TikTok. I, I'm indifferent. I, I don't want to be over there, but I don't, I don't want to see it fail either. I don't fucking really care. But my whole stick is more you. And that's whether you're a person or an entire whole ass business. Instagram, my suggestion would be to be Instagram and do what it does best instead of just looking around all the time. And that's kind of what it does best now is look around and steal other people's ideas. But leaning into what it does best and understanding that you can't be for everyone. That's the whole point. You cannot be for everyone. You focus on the people that you're the best for and that's it. That may be limiting in and of itself, which for a big company like Meta obviously it's problematic for them. For the rest of us to create things, that could be fine. You know, you end up with 200 people in your thing, whatever, 50 people in your thing, and you're like, this is fine because it allows me to show up in the way I want to show up and serve these people in the way that I want to serve them and lead with my values and do the thing that I want to be doing. Realistically, Meta, the, the thing that it wants to be doing seemingly is creating a super app, and it wants to be having as many people as possible and having this, this foothold and this sharehold. It, it, that's... That's what it wants. So that's what it's doing. So when people are like, basically like, Instagram doesn't care about us. It probably doesn't. It probably doesn't. And I think it's a really valuable business lesson to take away is how do you want to show up for your people? How do you want to show up for yourself? Are you leading with your values? Are you sticking to your guns? Are you sticking to the reason you started this thing? Yes, change is, is, will happen. And change can be very necessary. But I think there's you know, better ways to go about it. But at the same time, not everyone's going to be happy. Not everyone is going to be happy. So that's the long and the short 
That's my two pennies on Instagram's identity crisis. I will continue to show up on there, but like I said, I'm leaning into other other ways to stay in communication with my people because that was always my goal. My goal with using Instagram was to connect with dope people, and I'm going to continue to use that, use it for that, and in a way that feels good for me. But uh, I also refuse to let it steal my joy. And some people may be like, "Well, it's easy for you to say you have, you know, sixty-four thousand followers," and I have a few responses to that. And one, I see people with way more followers than me bitching about it. So, you know, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know if necessarily it's just because the follower count. If it makes it easier to say that, but cool. Number two, I've earned that that family, right? I've shown up for eight years on a pretty much a daily basis, providing value for free and really fucking enjoying the space and. You know, Jill talks about it, easy is earned. And yeah, like, have I, did I put in the work before? And I did. You know, the point number three, I talked about this in my post yesterday, is that my earned privilege does nothing to change the situation. So, you know, people could be mad at me and be like, it's easy for you to say that you don't have, you have all the followers already. And I'd be like, well, this still leaves you exactly where you're at. So we're still left with what are you going to do about it? And if you want to, you know, look to resist that change, okay. If you want to look to push back, okay. But again, let's not just bitch about it. Let's come with solutions and let's speak to people who actually can do something about it. If you're going to go with the change, then the three things I told you about was, number one, post in a way that feels good to you, irrespective of the, uh, you know, the reach, right? Take radical responsibility for these things. Lean into, number two, lean into new ways of, of sharing content and figure out a way that feels good for you. And then number three, focus on other platforms where you can connect with your people. I think your third option when, when change comes, right, you can resist it, you can accept it, or you can just cut that shit out and be like, I don't want to deal with it ever. And you could leave the platform as well because it's a free-ass platform and my uh, participation and my green light on what they're doing is not needed. They don't need that. So I'm, I'm very much understanding of that. And like I was saying before, life is, is short and I'm going to continue or I'm going to choose to not let this steal my joy and find my joy from other places. And if it's frustrating for me, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go downstairs and lift. I'm going to go and play volleyball. You know, from a business perspective, I'm going to lean to other, the other things other things that I have in place that support my business, which is why from day one, I've told all of you, I want you to build that email list. I want you to connect with your people in other ways because we don't own this platform. So I'm looking at the time. This is supposed to be a Thursday shorty. So we're going to wrap it up. As always, I'm so grateful that you subscribe to the platform. Oh my God, I lost my words. I am so grateful that you subscribe to the podcast if you want to contact me, communicate with me, let me know your thoughts, you can always give me a little texty text, 310-737-2345. I'd like a pause there so I didn't mess that one up. Uh, and if you haven't already, would love to have you as part of the Maestro Mail family. That sounds weird, but it's the Maestro Mailing family, I guess. Uh, join the email list. Courtney, if you could drop that in the show notes, that would be amazing. I would love to have you. I email about once every week, once every 10 days. Never any spam unless it's spam masubi. All right. I need to, I need to stop. But like I said before, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro, maestro.